0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: uh look inside of my soul you can find gold to maybe get rich look inside of your soul you can find out it never exists i can feel the changes i can feel a new life alone always new life could be dangerous i can say that, that i like a challenge you know life to me is painless you don't know what pain is how can I paint this picture when the color blind is hanging with you? Fell on my face and i woke with a scar. Another mistake living deep in my heart. Wear it on top of my sleeve with a flick. I can admit that it did look like yours. Why you resent every making of this? Tell me your purpose is petty again. But even a the smaller that can burn a bridge, even a the smaller that can't burn a bridge. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast with your host Rod and i Feel like I got it together by the end there. There was some words missing earlier in this uh lyrics I copied. <laughs> uh we're live and back and podcasting and doing all those great things that we love to do you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews okay we are back we podcast we took a couple weeks off but we back so we back on your ass new year's resolution
0: (laughs) come on new year new you leave some reviews new year new
1: review okay we are i won't to all the love, okay? Anyone out there that's still holding out, like we didn't put in on this, do you know what today is, guys? Do you know what, what today, today is? is? It's our anniversary, anniversary. It's our Mm-hmm. It's our ninth year. Today is the day that the black guy who took started. And ironically, we're doing a late show. Uh, but not as late as we did that first day we oh, recorded no, this shit. Not that late. The, first, the one that took, okay? there were several attempts <laughs> to get this baby pregnant so 14 times and the one that took happened today nine years ago uh it's ironic eight years ago uh around this week bomani jones was a guest on our show in our house in our apartment and now uh look at this y'all nine years your faves can never Mm -mm. okay there's only a few people ahead of us in the game right and uh very few black people still doing it (laughs) that was uh, anywhere close to what we was doing on a consistent basis so uh shout out to to anniversaries man i really uh am happy and proud that we're doing what we're doing and let's uh do what we can to get to anniversary number 10 guys all right yes sir and that starts at you leaving five star reviews we appreciate those
0: every single one Uh, On, uh, on itunes and stitcher
1: on itunes and stitcher Okay, the official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Um and today's podcast is brought to you by uh let me see. Get some music going. Hold on, give me a second. Um Uh (laughs) actually all these are side chick songs. These are not the uh, right songs. <laughs> I they I already did that that joke before. Um <laughs> All right. But here, it never gets old. Here's a better Here's a better list. <laughs> all right. Um
0: <laughs>
1: Adam and Eve is determined to help you bring in the new year right. They want to help you spice things up in the bedroom. Okay. New year, new toys is what we say here. Mm -hmm. Go to adamandeve.com. You can get 50% off of just about any item when you put in code TBGWT at checkout, which is a good deal in itself. But also, in addition to that, they are trying to give you the big O kit. Okay. You get the big O kit, which comes with a climax gel and a little mini vibrator. So you can get all off on the other things that you need to vibrate. Okay. And don't, you know, do what you want to do with it. It's fine with us. And then also, they want to give you free shipping on your entire order. All you got to do is go pick out one item. It could be a nice little naughty outfit. It could be um uh condoms you know some of y'all let's practice safe sex in the new year okay apparently people out here giving people herpes and shit uh you gotta do what you gotta do is what i'm saying guys you gotta get out here and protect yourself they got ergonomic pillows okay we ain't getting no younger so you no, know we not
0: you might need a little
1: help okay maybe it's not popping all the way up there with the right angle that it used to have all i know is i'm trying to help and adam and eve is trying to help go pick out your one item put in code tbgwt get that big O kit Get the free shipping, get that half off, and then you can thank me later, okay? Thank you. Sing me out, SWV.
0: Your is stronger, on on. What does it when
1: All right, let's get into the show. Show. Um, I don't even know where to start. I feel like we've had a lot of time off. A lot of things have been happening mm-hmm. i've compiled a few random thoughts
0: okay
1: let me talk about those real quick let's do it then all right number one i just hope the people who swore to quit me for their new year's resolution can stick to it this time okay me
0: too me too
1: saw so a lot of promises a like empty promises about not fucking with people no more all over social media we all saw it everybody was making them uh stick to it we are both in this together i'm rooting for you you rooting for me let's Be do it vigilant um ranch dressing tastes better in restaurants i don't know why but it does if you try to get some ranch from the grocery store it's not even close it's not even close it's a big ass conspiracy ranch salad dressing in the grocery store been getting by on the reputation of ranch whatever
0: and it might be because uh a lot of places make their ranch in house. I don't know if that makes. Well, they
1: need to make it in house at Publix then, and Harris Teeter, <laughs> and Food Line and shit. I don't understand what's the problem. It's false advertising,
0: you know. And there is a difference between a hit and value ranch and like a craft ranch. Like there is a big difference. A lot of times, craft ranch has like a peppercorny taste to me. And I remember as a kid, my and it, this is hilarious, but as a kid. I used to tell my family I can tell the difference between them. They were like, all ranch taste the same. And I used to be like, all ranch don't taste the same. So they gave me a blind taste test and I got it right. I say, bitch, my taste buds work.
1: Yeah, it's not I don't care about the difference between those two ranches, but they both tell in comparison to the ranch that you get every like if you just go to like uh it doesn't even matter. You just go to um Buffalo Wild Wings, you can just go to uh Rick Ross's joint. Like you anywhere you go the fucking ranch tastes better it never tastes like that shit you get in a grocery store because that shit is nasty and i always buy it, and i get home and i think it's because i bought the wrong brand and i bought every fucking brand in every grocery store yeah. at this point so- and none of it is fucking with the ranch in the fucking restaurant period and i worked in the restaurant i don't remember making that shit no we didn't make it i don't remember making it i mean maybe somebody was making it but i don't remember being i never was asked i guess mm-hmm. but i worked in the kitchen in restaurants and as a waiter in re- restaurants and i never remember fucking putting the ranch together but it still was more delicious in ihop than it was in motherfucking food line why is that
0: i don't know maybe because they make it in bats. i don't know
1: that shit bothers the hell out of me guys um so let's see what else we got here um you know i've been noticing lately i know you guys been watching reading the news and stuff a lot of white women going missing a lot of white women dying mysteriously going missing Uh, like it's like i I don't know if it's just always constantly happening or now we have social media so now we're seeing it more but it seems like the, the end of last year was full of just white women going missing white women going dying mysteriously and you know what happens guys every time the husband the boyfriend The fiance they did it every time oh she went hiking i don't know she said she was going to work i haven't seen her seven days but she does this all the time guys no need to be suspicious you know what? i'm gonna get a press conference with the police i let me talk to the people
0: yes and then then they do a date line and it'd be them all right bring
1: sharon home i love her and she is the greatest and honey if you're just out there you don't want to you can come home okay and, and the thing that gives them away every time and I don't know I mean I guess it's good that they're so stupid that it—that they're getting caught you know these dudes that kill their women I guess it's better than the opposite them getting away but every time they get caught doing the same shit Googling Google catching like 90% of these fucking white men
0: yes. and the, all
1: the Google searches be like how do how, you make poison how to bury a body where no one will find it how to lie to the police
0: how to chop up the body
1: how much life insurance money does it take to get some new pussy come
0: on
1: and the police are like still investigating it's the dumbest shit i've ever seen every every time i don't even like bother checking back with the stories i'm As soon as i see the white dude that was dating i'm like okay so he did it and we'll find this we guy. gonna get
0: a date line yeah. on him yeah
1: he says he didn't do it but his google searches include
0: oh, oh what's that one the one where they recap with the husband killed the wives oh, that damn show one of them shows you watch
1: yeah i'm just saying i i don't want to uh it, i'm not even talking about waiting on tv shows i'm just saying the shit is we finding out within like six days yeah like like they they just more shit drops every day it's like uh larry davis was going out and uh going on craigslist and getting going on dates with women oh he has a girlfriend he's engaged to her you know he
0: said on his snapchat
1: here he is in the walgreens buying a vat of acid like this is ridiculous
0: there you go snapped thank you
1: snapped is women killing men not oh, men okay. killing women um let's get it right guys <laughs> fatal attraction is the black one there you go Oh, that's um, the
0: same thing with the women kill the men. No,
1: fatal attraction is men or women getting killed, but it's it's the black one. That's the only thing. That well,
0: matters. snap was I would have said snap. So thank you, because that's what okay. I was thinking. My bad.
1: Well, double tank. <laughs> you know, I'm a little surprised because uh, I was looking at all the people in trouble this week uh, and over the cut last few weeks, it's a lot of celebrities getting themselves in hot water, saying shit, you know, getting canceled canceling themselves uncanceling coming back being canceled again nobody gets canceled right right i get it cut off my joke if you need to but um i think all the canceled movie people haven't gotten together uh on a project to work by themselves yet and and that's what they need to do like why hasn't that happened you know like there's enough canceled people now that they should be able to make a pretty big budget film or something
0: <laughs> it's enough cancel people to get uncancelled. yeah i'm just
1: saying or just continue that work on their own i don't know why they're waiting for everyone to uncancel them so they can start working with everybody else why don't they just get together and make their own project brian singer directs kevin spacey in a film with nate parker ah! coming this summer featuring the season sorry louis ck and pretty much no women produced by matt lauer Les Moonves, move and harvey weinstein and also no women make sure you check out the Cancels coming july ah. to a blockbuster video near you written by lena dunham
0: yeah ah.
1: i feel like that shit was, the, the cancels could be that might be the way to go might be you know they all keep trying to make these make it happen why don't y'all just i'm just saying i people might not go watch that um you know i was thinking about santa claus this weekend i wonder if the elves have a union yet
0: shit they ought to.
1: you know because amazon basically stole santa's um business model
0: yes they did
1: you know cheap ununionized labor slaving away all hours of the day paying with peanuts being paid in peanuts (laughs) giving gifts to millions of people expecting delivery overnight like they kind of did that already
0: you just don't come from the north pole that's all
1: yeah except amazon's even worse because they do it every day of the year right like what do the elves do not the other days of the year you know that's not christmas like how soon they get a christmas surge but then when christmas over what's the rest of the year i
0: guess we're paying for christmas
1: i think it's baking santa cookies
0: (laughs) to keep them fat
1: they go in them trees and they, them Keebler L's for the rest of the year
0: oh don't you mean trees like weed i was like what they making sound of weed and baking cookies
1: mm, i'm wasting these jokes on you right now <laughs> should have saved these for the audience that cares
0: <laughs> you said trees they
1: go on the trees and cook uh, cookies and then
0: well from what i heard people that smoke weed like the munch so what's the difference
1: all right um, you know what? Maybe I should just kill the rest of these No, goats. no,
0: go ahead. I'm here for.
1: Them. I don't think you are. Uh, I had some I had some issues with uh my Hello Fresh package. They moved it to FedEx and it's supposed to go UPS and long story short, FedEx never delivers on time. Mm-hmm. So anytime FedEx is supposed to deliver my my fucking Hello Fresh package instead of getting here on a Friday like the good lord intended, ends up possibly missing the entire weekend and i don't end up getting it till a monday or a tuesday and by then you know i'm not trying to eat four five day old chicken or fish or some shit Mm-mm. so i end up having to throw the meat away and all this shit it's just a big pain in the ass and um and that's if they deliver it and so i had to call them and be like hey my my delivery missed what are y'all gonna do and you know they were like i said it looked like y'all switched to fedex can y'all just switch it back to ups and give me a credit for the box because i'm not gonna obviously eat that shit um and they were like yeah we can do that and i appreciated that but there's something about the new uh the new customer service that i don't like and i blame i blame you sensitive ass motherfuckers out there in the world i blame y'all
0: what
1: it's y'all's fault y'all have made customer service go from bad which it used to be you know customer service did used to be bad to like this pandering piece of shit like they're just so fucking soft now it's just there's no fight to them you know and i'm not saying i want to fight them but they're not even being genuine anymore it's fake as fuck like whatever the script says now it's like you call it like hey hey i was calling uh my box is uh late and they're like oh my god i'm so sorry that happened to you and i'm like when did y'all turn into white women at the mall having a conversation about a divorce like what what happened to just what happened to just like okay how can i help you okay all right so what when did it arrive like they have to do this like emotional labor now and it's so fake but it's also like i don't blame them i blame all these fucking entitled ass customers who are like tweeting through fucking that call to the customer service and they're like they didn't even say i'm sorry that your you. grandmother died three years ago that's why they do that yeah i'm like why are y'all just just it's a transactional situation and
0: it happens all the time i
1: paid for a good of service something was wrong and i need some help
0: mm-hmm. some people act like nothing is ever supposed to go wrong shit goes wrong all the time right
1: shit goes wrong and like sometimes like i try not to get in i don't talk to these people honestly when they start like you ever talk to these entitled people that have customer service issues and they start talking to you and you realize a data problem you know they're like yeah so then we had a issue with the uber and he was late and i'm like oh man that sucks man it was late so did you what you cancel it or something yeah because his because he got shot in the arm he couldn't make a left turn and so he was three seconds late and i'm like oh nigga you the one's crazy you are crazy right an average human being would be like oh somebody got shot in the arm and you should like go to a hospital (laughs) or something right i'll wait for the next uber right like it's just something's wrong with you not 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 the customer service in that situation not the, you know and i feel like those type of entitled ass people have made it to where customer service is some cucks now it's just oh my god i'm so sorry that your package was late are you gonna be able to eat this week i'm like will you die i'll be okay let's just get back to it like it takes an extra five minutes on customer service now because they got to do the apologetics like no i I actually want this call to be short i'm trying to wrap it up so can you just switch it back to ups I'm looking into it right now, sir, and I'm diligently trying as hard as I can, and we are going to make this correct, and you are going to make it right. I apologize for slavery, and <laughs> it was wrong, and white people are wrong for that. And I'm like, uh, I just would like it to get here on Friday, if that's possible.
0: Yes, if you, if, but like this, if you don't have that problem, in my opinion, you have the other problem where I have to go through a 45-minute uh, auto system to get to the fucking operator and sometimes they don't even give you the option of the operator i and i say fuck it and press nine or press zero and you automatically go
1: so i'll 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 cop to that i actually like that that i love that actually um and i understand that because you're trying to weed out people who are stupid and everybody forgets that us people who aren't stupid find it very inconvenient
0: Right.
1: right but but that's because we don't have the other side of that job Mm-hmm. if i'm dealing with people all day like say they want to call about their cable right 99 mm-hmm. percent of problems with your cable can be fixed by unplugging and replugging the motherfucking thing in. Uh, yeah i don't want to be on the phone with you to walk you through that shit a hundred times a goddamn day
0: yeah that's why so I- let's
1: start with some prompts don't yeah. you don't get to talk to me until we have checked all the shit okay you know not to mention another like if the other one percent of problems can also be solved by time so a lot of times it's just like if you wait five minutes the <laughs> shit will come back on but 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 i'm just saying it's not that no one should get customer service it's just there's a lot of dumbasses yeah
0: anybody I that's worked with the that.
1: public i when i was wait, i wish that could have happened yes. i honestly wish before i had to come over to your table for a problem it was like now did you order the thing that you got or and you got what you said and you just don't like what you ordered you know, like that kind of shit, right? You know, are you the one that put too much salt on your shit because you didn't taste it first? Come on, and now you want to send it back to the kitchen, right? Um. So anyway, that's the shit I think about.
0: I didn't even think about that, but that makes complete sense. And so now, that's why you go through the prompts, and they be like, "We're gonna test your box, do 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 like you do it. And I, and you know I, what
1: else? Computers don't do the automated voice. The automated voice never acts like a little bitch. it's trying to make you feel good
0: no it doesn't
1: it's we are so sorry you know like they don't do that it's like uh i'm going to run some tests now by the way, I
0: am so sorry that this happened to you, sir. No, you know, or it is, madam, you know what it says, by the way, you can go online and check the shit, you know, so they basically say, hey, dumbass, right. why are you wasting your time with me? You could have checked your bill online versus wasting your time to pick up the phone. You can reach us at www.dukepower.com.
1: Right now, I won't lie. I do find it annoying because I'm not stupid right. and I never call up there without trying to troubleshoot shit myself first. But a lot of people do. I didn't, and, and you yeah. need to be fucking walked through that shit you know we we've, we've had cops like that where you've asked me to do something and i had to be like all right now did you try anything before you came and got me anything right. at all
0: right and now okay i am i'm better about that but i am you,
1: yeah you're much better about it but okay. there was a time we had to have a talk where it was like okay did you try moving your mouse oh yeah moving my mouse it does turn the computer back on like (laughs) come on now like yes you know and i bet it would be worse if i worked in actual tech support and that had to happen
0: yes and i think for me and i think for me that's why now after i've gone through all my avenues and i'm actually better about this too when i do bring it to you sometimes i'm just livid because i'm like fuck i've done everything i can do i don't know what else to do then I get to you and I'm mad,
1: and then I got to deal with anger that I don't deserve. Right, my, my business.
0: Right, because I'm like, I don't know what else to do. I dunno I d I, I went through all the prompts, <laughs> but I am better about that.
1: The worst thing is, um, as an empath, the the fake customer service sympathy thing they do, it is it, it it sucks because by the end I feel like I'm apologizing to them but i'm the one that had the problem y'all so it's like i'm now on the phone with this motherfucker like no don't 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 be hard on yourself man like it's not your fault that my package didn't get here. you didn't personally switch it from ups to fedex so it's gonna be okay and it's, i don't know what i'm gonna do sir i'm just i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm like please stop beating yourself no one died it's okay yeah, up
0: the bridge
1: yeah that's terrible um, and last thing, cause I'm not, I don't feel like talking about Trump a lot today, but, um, uh, Mitt Romney wrote a, a strongly worded letter, a op-ed to Trump, and he ended it with, I might not support you in 2020. I might not endorse you. Mitt Romney. He is so milk toast. And I don't mean it. M-I-L-Q, not that one. I mean milk toast like you took some warm toast and dipped it in just some room temperature milk it was all soggy and shit, and no one wants to eat that no one that's mitt romney as a candidate as a human being and all the quote unquote good republicans are the same to me they're the same they oh trump is so i'm so not like him i will go along with his tax plan and his border wall but i am he's so ridiculous i mean grab him by the pussy hell no i do support uh women not having a right to abortion though uh oh my god what a and terrible a terrible person uh shut down the government and uh no taxes no no taxes on nobody oh my god like they're the fucking worse. i hate him milk toast all right let's get into the news lots of news has been happening um okay i guess the number one thing everyone's talking about we might as well get into it now uh ara kelly the robert kelly mm-hmm. the pedophile um who makes music um anyone who's listened to the show long enough knows how we feel about the motherfucker and have felt since the inception of the show um i still remember when we used to get emails and shit when i would be like oh yeah you clearly a fucking pedophile so i mean and my, oh for real a black man i was like are y'all serious right now
0: the government trying to take a black man down protect him
1: you know um and i feel like society in a way um at least black culture in a way has come a long way from the time um when r kelly uh especially when that sex tape quote unquote rape tape actually uh came out uh with him having sex with underage girls right i feel like we've come a long way from that in some areas you know i feel like black women and f- black feminism is more prominent now especially in online spaces Yeah, these
0: voices have always been here but like you said the internet it gives people a, a chance who was normally marginalized to actually have a larger voice yes
1: yeah, it's, it's the um social media aspect of it is is really mm-hmm. kind of helped in some extent uh to some extent also the internet uh the sleuthing abilities the ability to take something that would be a local story and make it a national story the ability to take um what black people have always done right we've always had oral histories we've always mm-hmm. talked to each other we've always correct told each other our stories and shit and then it spreads that way and it becomes the history that we have well i feel like we're now at a level where that sort of thing takes place on the internet and on the internet it can be shared a million times by a million different people and a bunch of people see it and they see oh this this thing that would have been like a local hush hush rumor is now a global thing and a lot of what r kelly's um uh the opposition to him has become uh has been shining light on places that were dark it's been local hush hush stories becoming national rumors and then confirmed and all that type of stuff and it's really as much a story of the advent of social media the globalization of media the ability to have access uh to the storytelling mediums uh whether it's tv and stuff like that um and there's a million moving different pieces there's egos and stuff that are involved with the production there's there's people trying to make comebacks off of the backs of uh the production there's there's gonna be a you know anytime you tell a story like this uh documentary like this where you have a bunch of uh people talking about sexual assault a lot of survivors giving their stories there's going to be millions of different opinions on how things should have been handled you know i saw before we went on the air someone was saying like the survivors involved didn't get paid off of the documentary which you know i don't know what kind of money changed hands where money went or any of that stuff um so i saw people kind of nitpicking about that um i saw people talking about um what does restorative justice means i saw people um talking about the people that were involved in the documentary as far as like who was on camera and stuff there's like a million different agendas and moving pieces and that's kind of one of the things that makes it so hard for stories like this to get light is because there's a bunch of people with different reasons and different protections and stuff like that um involved uh but basically the documentary is called surviving r kelly if you haven't watched it or you don't know about it um uh you're probably just not on social media because if you're black and social on social media there's no way you didn't see people talking about this no way you might not have seen it yourself but there's no way you didn't see people talking about this um i almost didn't watch it to be honest same because i feel like as a show we have consistently been on that motherfucker's ass the whole time and never really fucked with him um the most we got for for r kelly and his ilk is ridicule mocking jokes um anger like we don't really have a lot of we have no protectionism for him i don't care that he's a black man i don't care it's not a conspiracy. Um I don't it doesn't i'm not gonna ever deflect to what about white people It it's he's a monster and a scourge to our society and to our culture and the fact that he still exists and is able to even um uh make a living doing any level of entertainment uh is a it's a huge pockmark on 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 the culture you know what i mean like it's not to say that no other culture has this but i, I care about us and the fact that he still is moving around and and people are obviously you know supporting him is sad you know whether it's the people that listen to his music and go to his concerts whether it's the people that enable his pred uh his predatory stuff that he does to young black girls um because he's not a very like smart man as far as like reading writing and shit so he's not even planning all this shit he got people around him that literally help him do these things um so it's a six-part documentary i think it was on lifetime yes we watched all six parts um i thought it was a good documentary to be honest um i was kind of surprised that they got so many people to tell the truth about themselves and their involvement uh that was the most shocking part to me um than anything else um what do you think about the documentary
0: it was a lot It was a lot to take in. Um, some of the things, you know, people have heard for years, but it's different between that and you actually seeing it, and you actually seeing the victims and, you know, hearing the stories that, you know, you kind of heard. Some of them I've never heard before. I'm just keeping it real because it. this is in Chicago. We're nowhere near Chicago. So people that are in Chicago and in the Chicago area, they know a lot about this, and a lot of people in the area for years particularly have been coming out on social media but like yeah he's been doing this shit for years yeah he's been doing this he be been doing that so people in the area were more informed than people outside of the area so for a lot of people they were kind of hearing not the they were hearing more of the stories or some of the stories they didn't know about for the first time um like i said it it was a lot a lot of heartache a lot of pain a lot of um uh, turmoil um uh, it was it was just a lot you know because you know i lived through a lot of that and a lot of the songs and stuff it was just uh, going okay so this was happening at this time this was happening at that time and for me it was more of connecting the dots and you know placing things in certain time frames certain periods of time and like i said my overall story was it was a lot
1: yeah i think it was a lot for everybody i think everybody also feels like they need to have like a complete black and white take on it immediately and have a complete like synopsis and i understand everything that happened i don't to be honest um and then as far as my personal relation to r kelly and uh all the people involved it, um as, as people know i talk about on the show i didn't really grow up an B person Like a R and B head that just wasn't me. I know some nineties R and B because that's just when I was a kid. But R and B just not my genre like that. So I didn't really have an attachment, you know, uh, to R. Kelly on anything more than just like an entertainment level or whatever. Um and just kind of knowing his music. Um wasn't necessarily a fan. I don't really go to anyone's concerts. Um and then um even and then everybody knows how I feel about celebrity. So i never was one of these like this person is blank because i you know my dad was my hero my mom was my hero i don't know these niggas none of them raised me none of them are my friends they're not my homies i don't want to be like them any of that shit so um i never idolized the dude either so coming at it from that angle my personal thing was when and also i think that's the hardest part for people to take back and go back in their minds to the period of time we didn't have social media like that no we did not so a lot of this stuff was bits and pieces that people knew but not all put together it's always funny when people show like a magazine clip and they're like they wrote about it in vibe i'm like not everybody read vibe right not everybody talked about what they read in vibe um there was just as good a chance that shit was on in vibe and nobody was really uh walking around discussing it unless they were really big fans of the artist and read the article and you know it didn't even necessarily become news like you can have an article and vibe about this dude's um criminality and it not be on the actual news news that night right because people did kind of consider that as separate like entertainment um and not really a story so i know there were bits and pieces of stories i had not heard or i had only heard bits and pieces of stories and i'm glad this documentary exists because it put a lot of stuff together some of it was new to me same you know oh, were well, you gonna say something i'm sorry
0: yeah same some of it was new to me and also when you was talking about that in the age of the internet that shit matters because you can have it on the chicago Sun Times. like i said if you are outside of chicago you never right. heard about it you, and, and you especially not know
1: and especially the details because see some of this stuff um because of the to savage nature of his crimes and the accusations there were also organizations that just weren't covering it right like they would they would intimate shit but they weren't gonna give you no details you know this like i'm sure it was very triggering for people and they had all kinds of trigger warnings and and this is a warning this is about to da da before every break everything but even with all that some of the people went into graphic detail about i did this to this child i you know i touched this i did that like they there wasn't any like code switching to it it was and now and honestly we didn't really have that when uh when this when all this shit was actually going down there wasn't all that detail you know um at least in the places that cover this was supposed to cover this type of news um some people do feel like well it's specifically because it was black girls that this stuff wasn't covered and people didn't care and i don't think you can divorce that from the context i think that's that's true for a lot of people Mm -hmm. but i think also the catholic church right i think also uh shit larry nasser in the usa gymnastics we as a society do not value girls period and then black girls is even worse you know because one thing i will say that was completely different in the response to like even larry nassar uh nasser or whatever the the usa gymnastics uh uh, sexual abuser and r kelly that has infuriated me for so fucking long and you know we talk about it all the time but it's the fact that black girls didn't get to be girls like i Mm -hmm. I, you know and i've had discussions with grown-ass men who they refuse to be like a 14 15 16 year old girl that is black is still a girl you know it's no that she grown enough to you know it's that shit where i'm like now that's the difference to me it's not that the abuse doesn't happen Pe- abuse happens so much in our society and men being trash pretty much anytime some dude gets power eventually you're gonna someone will use that system whether it's mentorship whether it's this entertainment industry unspoken contract take you under my wing type shit whether it's uh, academia you pick politics we find in every avenue that there are men that are powerful there will be men who are also abusive of that power many times sexually but the defense of the men varies i'm not like we like society pretty much defends all the men right white black whatever right but the defense of the men does vary by the victims it absolutely does like that's the thing to me that you can't divorce the racial context of this is because and it's not just white people it's us it's our people who have who are dismissive and it's not even just men so keeping rec i'm not saying men aren't the mm-hmm. ones offending but for the defense of this these men it's not just men defending them like we vilify these girls we turn them into like seductresses or some shit you know because we love to talk about how somebody's too grown somebody's too fast Mm -hmm. uh everything except this motherfucker's a monster right it's everything except that and i think that was uh you know it like there's moments that remind me how much i've curated my life because i don't fuck with people like this you know but they are prevalent there's a lot of them when i say we've changed we ain't changed that much we've changed since the that tape came out you know we've changed but we ain't changed that fucking much People still think these little girls are just fast and where were they parents and, um, that, you know, that's what they get and if that's what she wants, she grown enough to do to have sex and she grown enough to, we are absolutely still plagued by people with that mentality. You know, I don't have it on my social media. What happens to me is I see it whenever like there's an article, like I follow like The Root, mm-hmm. Grio. Baller alert! These people on um, these news publications on Facebook click the comments every time.
0: Oh, that foul!
1: Every time, and I and I'm glad I clicked them because I needed to be reminded. Because I've cleaned up my life to be like, if you fuck with that kind of shit, you know not to fuck with me. I'm definitely not the one. Nope. But that those, those things they remind me how toxic we can be as a culture and how much. um we are so fucked up because of white supremacy like it fucked us up it allows us to believe uh the worst in each other as far as like our children are actually predatory sexual beings that that just trap these rich black men You're like what now what now you know it's that type of thing and uh it's it, it's the people that um You know when you see these comments they're getting hundreds of likes and all this shit so like it's there's people that agree or find it funny or don't argue back and forth like it's not such a uh i don't know it's not such an atypical opinion that these people have and so that has been one of the things that's been eye-opening is watching that and being like damn it's still so fucked up you know like y'all still think it's a game you know um so yeah, that was you know the, the documentary in, its, uh, in itself. Um, I think uh, the Aaliyah stuff was interesting because I didn't re- get attached to Aaliyah in the way that I know a lot of my peer group did, especially mm-hmm. black girls.
0: Yeah, they yeah. loved Aaliyah. I did. I remember when she died. I was actually in college. <clears throat> I'm gonna say a sophomore, 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 junior. I wanna say sophomore in college, and it was like all over BET and everybody was shocked and people would just cry. It was just really, really sad. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I just knew she was really, really young. And so I was like, what is happening? How did this happen? and you had heard the rumors about her and our kelly had quote-unquote got married but a lot of people was like the fuck is that
1: well you know what that's another thing and so the documentary goes like yeah there was rumors they were married and they broke on mtv but once again this is before we had social media right so it wasn't like mtv broke this news and then we all went to our facebook page and saw it or it was on twitter it was like mtv broke this news and then like it was like oh we gotta ask him about this and when they ask him like oh no that's not true it didn't happen and okay that- but then now you're being sued and the marriage has been annulled so it did happen well we're just not talking about it no more it was just different and it, i don't think that part can be expressed enough because Mm-mm. it's a big part of one like people keep going why was this allowed to happen blah 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 the, that's a big part of the it
0: time is not like it is now
1: yeah i don't think i'm not saying people can't still be fucked up and pedophiles right. and all this shit but he definitely is a person that got caught by technology catching up to his ass yes. if it like how many times a documentary is something about technology be the thing that really tripped him up you know it was, it was like oh yeah well we looked on our phone on our iphone thing and we found our daughter you know oh, we went on this website and we found this you know so so um that was one of the things but yeah the alia thing was so weird to me because when i heard that rumor because it was still a rumor to a lot of people at that time mm-hmm. i was leaving like but he's a grown man and she's a little girl right you know like to me it was just kind of like and i wasn't oh like i know and 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 i'm not saying this in some like because i'm so better than everybody i knew i was a weirdo when i was a kid because i wasn't on the necessarily the same shit and that could just be that i was socially more of a nerd and i was more of an outcast anyway so i wasn't really socialized with the same boys that were on some like you know i'm just trying to get some sex or that's what you do with girls you just fuck them and all this shit i really wasn't on that so it could i'm not saying it's necessary it could be circumstance it could not be the the way my empathy set up or the way i was raised it could literally just be circumstance because i really feel like we're societally uh pushed into certain paths and i think none of us is necessarily better than it we're all victims of that circumstance Correct. and I'm not saying this to pass judgment on folks uh to be like I wasn't with it but I can only tell the truth and the truth is I wasn't with this shit you know and I thought it was weird then and I never understood how it was okay with so many people that that it happened that way and uh as Chris from Movie Trailer Reviews was saying on uh, Twitter I saw him it kind of was the idea that the people that were older than us didn't necessarily come down on him either right like no one stopped and said hey hey this right here this is wrong and this dude something is fucking wrong with him and like that's crazy you should not even support him and people like him are terrible And Um, the
0: people that did everybody dismissed
1: right well also there's a other part of this there's a lot of r kelly's in the world they're just not rich famous and keeping a sex cult but there's a lot almost every girl i know if not every black girl i know was propositioned by some older man while she was in high school or junior high school Mm -hmm. when i was you know like when we were kids there were 20 something year old yeah Mm -hmm. 20 something year old it wasn't so Mm far-fetched that there would be some dude who was definitely trying to fuck and date o- underage girls
0: yeah i was young and dumb and i you know it's one of those things where not trying to funny. it they teach you that that shit is normal
1: yeah like and and it's not and so that's a societal thing correct and i and i know it's not just a black thing this is not me saying only black people please don't write us with some stupid shit because i'm not saying those things but it's definitely a part of the culture like it was definitely something that uh people considered normal like yeah you're you might be 24 but hey hey, you know it's uh if it got grass on the field and there's all these type of sayings um yeah. it was that
0: mm-hmm. they're dumb and they're stupid and there is a fucking lifetime of maturity between a 16 17 18 year old and a 21 year old and a 25 year old the way you process shit ain't the same
1: and they tried to um sell aaliyah specifically on some sex shit mm-hmm like she was 14 16 or whatever um and it seems that a lot of her imagery was crafted by r kelly Mm -hmm. and it worked because it works on little girls because little girls want to be seen as older at that age so i think a lot of the attachment and this is just my i don't i'm not a part of specialist in this but It seems like to me a lot of the black girl attachment to her was that she was being seen as grown at a young age and you know people looked up to her idolized her and that's something that you know at that age a lot of girls long for is to be seen as mature already to be seen as influential already to be seen as sexy already not not maybe not sexual right but but you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but but like Oh, everyone agrees that you're like the hottest the coolest she had the little like thing the one bang over her eye all the time mm-hmm. she had you know the the baseball caps and the, the the midriff popping out but like the checkered shirts over overhead and something like she was just like a cool uh very fashionable all this stuff but what we didn't know is that a lot of that imagery is crafted by r kelly who's fucking that's the things he decided are the best about her right you know according to the doc you know she first came on the scene at 12 and she didn't really have a style she didn't have a thing and when you see her auditioning as like this little girl in a dress and smiling and and then you see r kelly kind of making her a little bit more quote-unquote thugged out with the baseball caps and the jeans and all this shit and you're like oh yeah he wanted to grow her up kind of and the industry does that with white girls all the shit britney mm-hmm. spears Jessica simpson so it's not just a black thing but it's just what we were seeing was his vision age ain't nothing but a number we were seeing his we were seeing what he liked about her um but it wasn't just him um they had this clip with timbaland who we know produced uh her um a lot of her music a lot of her albums. um and aaliyah
0: for the world to hear this. I'm gonna give up a little secret. I was in love with her. I said, but I'm not, she's just a baby. I'm old. I said to myself, I'm just gonna be her brother. Oh man, I was fighting. I was fighting a lot, a big war.
1: But I loved Leah. Like, like I said, it wasn't that uncommon. That's our culture. That's part of America, that's part of men um you know and like and when you look at what she had on and stuff those that that style all that stuff was also part of what men decided this is what you need to do to sell this music you know no offense to aaliyah rest in peace but she wasn't like the most talented vocal person that it wasn't like we was like when you hear aaliyah it's undeniable it was an image you know so i think it's kind of wild to see how accepted because not like timbaland said that and then immediately everybody was like oh my god timbaland's the fucking worst i'll never fuck with him again no that's just something he said and people went i understand you know that's why I, i if you listen to this show you never heard me make a joke about like how hot some girl who's not 18 is to like you know and a lot of men make these jokes they think it's funny to be like you know oh man the girl from modern family got some big titties ha 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 you know some shit like that but i don't make the jokes because one it's not funny to me which you know that's fine and i know funny varies per person but then also in this environment what's fucking what's what's okay about that you know it's just it's like it's just very fucked up and predatory so um and it always weirds me out um so but the Aaliyah stuff was very like um telling that should have been the end of it
0: right nigga forged papers and shit like that lied His, about her he age. didn't he didn't
1: forge papers not him but he had a dude forge papers for him for Aaliyah's birth so she it would say she was 18 so she could consent to a marriage in hawaii or some shit um there were people that said they were on the tour with them on the tour bus and saw r kelly having sex with Aaliyah and the family came out and was like it's not true and disavowing the entire documentary and stuff um i don't really want to speak too much to why the you know what the family whatever but i believe the people that saw it i do too you know no offense to the family i'm sure no one wants to imagine that happening to their daughter um and more importantly a lot of these parents that wanted their kids to get into the show business entertainment and entrusted them in the care of this man they don't want to have a situation where they have to say uh how complicit am i
0: yes yes and and even talking with dexter you know from Shadow dolls productions he was like a lot of parents will actually you know go above and beyond like anything and you know you were like well i am who i am but if i was somebody else you know i basically could took full-fledged advantage because you literally are signing your child over
1: yeah i mean people want this fame and they chase this shit and i thought the thing that left me the most in this documentary was um the lust for fame money and um power and how r kelly having those things allowed him to be so abusive you know they didn't even really mention that money must have been changing hands they mentioned that there was like these ndas but like (coughs) there might be hundreds of girls like we know the the five or ten or whatever they had in the doc but this man's traveled all over the world at one point he had more money than fucking god um and he had uh, people around him enabling this shit now i was happy that these people finally went on record and said this uh, these are the things i did for him these are the things i saw but it's all after they stopped collecting the check um it's all after um They did these things, and it's very hard to watch a documentary without being, for me personally, without being angry, because I'm like, you did these things. You did not just realize this was wrong. It's impossible, you know. Now I don't want to talk about the people that was abused by him because I don't know. Like I honestly felt bad, and I feel that because I haven't said it. I don't think I've ever said it on the show, but. I know in my mind i was very judgmental of his ex-wife because i used to remember her defending him you know i used to remember her them trotting her out every once in a while she basically be like leave him alone it's a conspiracy and then my mom like well damn like you don't see all this shit like he did it you know what i mean like you should take your kids and get away from it because this nigga is dangerous right but i couldn't have possibly known what the fuck was happening in their house and you turn around and he was being abusive in that house now i never voiced that or said that shit obviously because i don't uh, much like with a lot of the celeb shit when i don't fucking know i just don't say because i don't know what's happening in people's houses and shit you know uh people did that to uh either simone or gabby but one of the girls from the usga Mm -hmm. and they was jumping in her shit when she was like well look what these girls have on and all this stuff and it turns out she was abused too and everybody has to be like okay group hug my bad i didn't mean to roast your ass last night and tell you go kill yourself you know so you don't know but anyway um seeing what she went through and the abuse she experienced and how much there were people around him coordinating so that she didn't even know what i was going on right and the control that he had in all these women's lives like telling them when they could and couldn't eat i did feel so bad for her and when she talks about having to leave and only having $2,500 taking three kids and how he uses the child support to abuse her and to cut her off. And I mean, that's a hell that I can't imagine, you know? So uh I felt so bad uh, for her specifically, um, as well as the girls who were actually abused by him. I didn't feel as bad, to be honest, uh, for some of these adult women that got on with him later in life. 2011 2013 2016 and shit some of these women that literally had to know about uh these allegations and they weren't kids i can't lie i did not feel bad about those people like i i I just don't know how the fuck that can happen
0: and a lot of that is it never happened to me and a lot of that is from my from what i got from the documentary so many people bought into he didn't do it period they was like he just didn't do it i don't believe it he didn't do it and it's one of them things where nobody cares until the shit directly impacts their lives
1: yeah my thing is that's like if you believe them i don't know that i believe everybody that said they didn't think he did it and they didn't know
0: mm, all of them just didn't care too
1: i think some of them didn't care yeah i don't know you know i think that's that's the scary part of all of this i don't know for a fact, but i don't my gut feeling was like some of this shit was oh my god it's r kelly and some people just don't give a fuck you know but a lot of people did seem to have the it won't happen to me and it won't happen to my child mentality you could tell it um and these predators use that against you because because you know um and the women i think he picks out he selects certain women that he thinks are uh, and girls and girls mostly girls that he thinks are isolate like a can isolate and abuse and pass yeah, cast aside
0: a lot of times a lot of his uh victims were weak-minded
1: court yeah according uh, to him and yeah according uh, and to his him. people
0: right then when i mean weak-minded a lot of them not mature because there are some grown-ass women that can fall for some stupid-ass tactics
1: oh yeah and the, and they did in the right. documentary there were some that did i so one of the things i was thinking was i wonder how much of his uh predilection for young girls was actually about the fact that it was the shortest it was the surest shortcut to make sure that somebody was impressionable minded to be in a cult correct you know and it was cult-like behavior i mean not starving people is what they do in cults look up george jo- jo- jonestown look up the branch davidians they, they starve you they they do these isolation certain tactics that mentally break you down to where uh they can they could you can be abused this way you know human beings are while we might not be robots our brains and our chemistry and shit do share a lot of you know none of us is that fucking special is what i'm saying if you do certain things to people they will break down and he's a person that knew how to do those things and had people around him that made sure those things were done you know the fact that there were people on the document that had to escape
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know you had to escape like you were you know like you were leaving a cult, you know oh she was walking down the street but they brought her back you know like what is that that's like some scientology shit um so i i I don't know man it's like uh and i saw a lot of shade for the parents um, for especially the ones like later um and we covered that one that the two parents that had the daughter uh i think from south carolina that had sex with him in florida and then um they was like you can only meet with him when it's one of us uh present and as if they could mitigate between it but she was 17 and i think r kelly also picks girls um because the, the laws for the pedophilia shit are not really um as concrete as people think Mm-mm. i think people think it's like pornography where it's like you have to be 18 to be in pornography But sexual consent laws aren't like that at all.
0: Yeah, and it varies from state to state. That's why a lot of states now are actually trying. People are pushing to raise these ages. You know, in some states it was as low as like 10, 12, 13, you know, 13, 14 years old. A lot of states have pushed it up to 16. You know, there may be some states that might be 18, but I, I don't think that. I think most states are like 16, 17 years old uh is the age and the thing is and and we and roger was talking about this a lot of these fucked up laws on the books it should be 18 across the country period it should be fucking 18 nobody under the age of 18 should be able to consent you can't fucking vote you you know in some states you're just learning how to drive you can't drink alcohol but at 16 and 17 i can consent my body to somebody to fuck me and get me pregnant and deal with all the consequences and repercussions behind it when I might not be um, to the place where I can actually understand what I'm doing and then in some sense your parents have to say I don't give a fuck about your goddamn parent signing this is still a child and a lot of religion fights against people actually raising these laws a lot of people this this religion shit why why would I give my child to a fucking grown ass man it's fucking creepy so
1: that's one of the other things too is um i think he knows that kind of stuff and has found the loopholes and uses to his advantage um i still don't know how the fuck he wasn't convicted i understand it took six years for him to go to trial i mean money it's money 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 but um it seems like one of the girls in the documentary sparkles niece the 14 year old that was in the sex tape and that the other girl talked about having a threesome with and all this stuff she apparently still with uh, r kelly so through all this shit like she has testified that that wasn't her in the tape her uncle said that wasn't her in the tape uh her uncle was like uh his bass player so like there's a this uh this aura around him or this protective bubble around him of people that are complicit in um in 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 this they're they're not equally complicit but they are complicit in protecting him you know and now some of these people are adults uh people take a check from him um and all that stuff you know he's and it seems like the money and the fame and the power has always protected him even with Aaliyah, he paid a hundred dollars for her to sign an nda about that marriage shit a hundred you know um so it it just seemed like the dude is protected and he's gonna forever be protected um because the record industry doesn't care rca records still has him on their label um the uh artists that work with him people still work i think there's a song right now he has out with a gospel singer right now on the charts like and and i forget which gospel singer is but he was like he, they, i read an article in oh, marvin Sapp. yeah marvin Sapp was basically saying who am i to judge like it's not my job to judge this man I'm like yeah but it's your job to work with him and get on the charts right i don't know so you know that was that was a big part of it what i will say overall is i'm very proud that they were able to have the documentary get made because i feel like a bunch of a movement that has mostly been headed by black women that has a person who was abusing black women as a target that's not something i think that i would i would ever thought to get to see on tv correct it's a hell of an undertaking to be able to coordinate years and years and years of work and years and years and years of uh abuse and get people on the record to talk about it and all that stuff i know um there's stuff we're not covering right now there's you know him giving somebody giving girls herpes and shit and one of the girls is suing him for that um and uh i know there's a lot of other stuff that is at play you know like i said there's people that got agendas in this there's uh the oh shit i can't let me finish praising it before i get into the other part and um and i do think that you know it's an important story that needs to be told and even if it's not going to be told by the most perfect people or the most perfect place and all that stuff it still needed to be told you know and i and it's funny the pushback people have for this documentary but the bbc had a documentary like a year ago about this dude Mm -hmm. and i didn't see all that trying to take the black man down shit then um but it's good i'm glad i'm glad that this happened and i'm glad that there's something we can point to now go watch this because in its face to see it to see the to see these these people instead of just seeing like these you know shadowy allegations and the fact that a lot of these people were minor so you don't want to show their faces a lot of these people there's shame and stigma attached to being a victim there's also shame and stigma attached to being just a, a sexual black girl there's a lot of shame and stigma attached to that you know families don't want this shit out there you know it sounds like sparkles estranged from her family for being the one that stood up and was like just gotta stop and this is too much and i wish i had never even introduced this motherfucker to my family like it seemed like they said well fuck you then you know as opposed to the other way around so um people paying a cost to try to get this story out there and as many of these people that were complicit i mean the dudes in this documentary were so fucking disgusting man well there was his brother that was in prison who you know you see how a person becomes r kelly when he's got those kind of people around him but it was the other people that think they were well-meaning the guy who prayed with r kelly when r kelly talked about filming himself having sex with young girls
0: yeah they played by about the assistant the driver the booker yeah
1: i think his and one of the people i think was his um the one that was in cloaked in shadow with her voice disguise i think that was like one of his assistants that just recently quit because she had all the tea like she knew names places dates, everything and it's like you know like Andrea said, Andrea Kelly, she was like, he's not a very smart man. He can't read or write. So who's booking these flights? Who's getting these hotel rooms? Right. You know? they And then uh, the because he doesn't read or write, all this dragon for filth people doing on Facebook and Twitter, nobody knows. He don't know. He ain't
0: reading it. He sure not.
1: They said they lied to him. They just would tell him that things went better than they did, and he wouldn't know. So that's why he was shocked when he did that interview that we played from the Huffington Post when he blanked on that woman at that time and quit the middle of the interview, it's like because people have been telling him the shit was all good
0: right okay then he went out there and realized that it wasn't it's not
1: all good right he don't know he don't he's that isolated with his money and wealth and the people he pays around him and like i said it's, it's such a fine line because it's hard not to be disgusted with some of the behavior of these people it's just hard not to like i get that they're saying this is wrong and it but like you were part of the people planning this you were part of people keeping these girls from each other you were part of people that knew these people were being beat punched choked isolated starved and you just chilled you were just like well if that's what she want nobody said shit it's crazy man it's crazy that there's people like that in this world you know and even worse the people you know uh the like i said the people that aren't even being paid on his payroll millions and millions of people online well, 16 that's a grown woman i mean what the fuck she sick. so 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 wait you telling me a 16 year old don't know what she doing like that kind of shit well you just like what's wrong with you now you know so it's it's the same logic to me that has Santoya brown behind bars right now for 51 years because people think a 16 year old killing a fucking pedophile child uh rapist Is the same as fucking uh you know kicking in someone's door and robbing them you know because she's black and because she's a girl we have decided nah she's a grown ass criminal woman that's what people decide like it's the math is that simple in their heads there is no in between for them there is no and and we know that if it was a white person it'd be different the, like, I'm not, like, the actual outcome of the criminal justice system, the way people view it, it would change immediately. You got full ass rapists, like Brock Turner, who are, they're full rapists, and the, and the judge is like, it's a shame, we can't ruin this young boy's career, this young man, you know? Like, we got that shit happening in the same place where we also got the, you know, these girls was grown. It's, it's, it's infuriating and i know i'm venting a bit but it's like you watch six hours of this shit you gonna want to vent too and i understood everybody that didn't watch it too and why that why you don't have to tell us right in to tell us how to heart like we get it you did not have to watch it and i understand not watching it. i understand you don't want to listen us talk about it i get it but uh i felt like obligated to talk about it to a certain extent uh but i am proud that they got it done honestly yes everybody that helped contribute to get it done that's dope whether you did it for your own selfish reasons and all that shit cool but at least the story got out there now to some of the bad i do have to talk about that yes (sighs) the last hour of the six hours almost undercuts the entire first four five hours right and whoever made those decisions in editing i don't know why you would do that to yourself why would you do that you have a message you want to convey why are you getting to hour six and we're seeing Charlemagne, joe button wendy williams uh i don't know ebro shit like that but i saw people saying he shouldn't have been in it uh tom joiner who only stopped playing r kelly in like may of 2018 you know which i, I get that you know but all that radio shit people is, is late it's very conservative black radio but um but like who decided they should be in it because you're talking about men that have uh, a people that either have defended abuse of black women or um joked about the abuse of black women or denied the abuse of black women or abused black women themselves you know like some of the quotes from charlemagne were like uh the black woman's the most disrespected woman on earth. It's like Spider Man pointing at Spider Man. You know, uh the one where he said, why would these women what reason do these women have to lie? Uh uh. You, sir? You saying it? you know Angela rye was just saying his accuser was lying trying to get a come up like this is in the same calendar years last year like what happened like i I, like someone should have just left that part on the cutting room floor you know um it's just crazy um that that stuff made it in um I, i i really maybe it's just that hard to find people that will talk about this on the record i don't know maybe it's that hard i don't know but that that shit shouldn't have been in there and Mm -hmm. they didn't really add anything to the content that was
0: my point i was like y'all not adding anything we could have stopped this at five hours and it had been all good
1: yeah we're talking about five ten minutes maybe of extra content you know the wendy williams one was really fucking weird because i wendy williams got in trouble last year for defending r kelly now the way she did it sounded shady so i think you know people tried to act like oh she's just being shady but no she defended him and then wouldn't say anything until she started losing sponsors and then she recanted her defense of him but she interviewed him and basically said oh yeah it, he it, he can't uh he can't read or write so uh you know it, it, it's, he basically couldn't have done this and then she blamed the parents and shit i will tell you this is a cautionary tale parents you need to watch who you let loose your girls around if you're so desperate that you want your kids to be stars you're going to unleash your daughters to the world you better watch what you get meanwhile this dude has numerous accusers that are saying he was having sex with us and abusing us and some of us were 13 years old and that's that's what she wanted to use her platform to say you know um so that was kind of that was that's it was i don't know those cho- choices really hurt the uh doc to me Mhm.
0: um
1: that you know and then there was also a segment in there where uh chance the rapper got interviewed by jamila lemieux for cassius and they took a clip from the interview where he said uh making a song with r kelly was a mistake i don't i didn't value the accuser stories because they were black women i made a mistake and of course it was a small snippet a uh, clip from the whole interview but people have been going in on chance the rapper hard now some of it is motherfuckers didn't like him before i, I don't know when it right. switched for him because i'm not a huge chance fan um like that like i liked actually like 10 day more than i liked most of his other stuff but that's neither here nor there but you know i'm not a huge chance fan like that so you know i haven't really kept up with everything he's done Same. but you know, people been taking pictures of him and being like, you know, he was in uh like his drummer is the I don't know, brother or cousin of the girl that was in the sex tape and he knows too many people that are rapist and and all this shit. He's got pictures of people that are rapist and shit and he's uh you know so like he's complicit somehow, he a rapist himself. I don't know what's true, what's not true these are just the things i've seen people talking about um but yeah I, I i found it interesting that that all started from that that clip um i'll see if i can play it actually because i got the extended clip here um he posted it on his uh twitter and i'll see if i can play it but he did say the quote was taken out of context um but the truth is any of us who ever ignored the r kelly stories or ever believed what program? Oh, hold on or ever believed that he was being set up attacked by the system as a black men often are we're doing so as at the detriment of black women and girls i apologize to all his survivors for working with him and for taking this long taking this long to speak out so he said that uh yesterday um i didn't even know they had a song together that's crazy mm-hmm. um all right let's see what they really what it is. be hypersensitive to black male oppression it's just prevalent in all media and when you see niggas getting beat up by the police it's it's men like that's like a a a scene that that you see like slavery for a lot of people they envision men in chains like but black women are you know exponentially a higher oppressed and violated group of people like just in comparison to the whole world you know Maybe I didn't care because I didn't value the accusers' stories, like,
0: hmm.
1: because they were black women, because, like. Okay, so I guess that's the extended clip, um, because they cut it down to just, like, I didn't value the accusers because they were black women, um, um, but yeah that became his own little controversy like i know jamel and kind of defending the interview and kind of defending him by proxy by saying hey um this is the work y'all want these men to do and you want people to change and you want people to admit they were culpable in this shit but at the same time people are already like shitting on the dude to make it seem like maybe he shouldn't have said nothing at all i don't know what do you think karen
0: People don't know what they want. I put it like that. People, and I've come to the conclusion a lot of people don't know what they want. You say you want something, you get that. That's not what you want. And it's very, it could be very confusing because it's like a catch-22. He don't say nothing. Y'all going to be like, he should have said shit. He said something, trying in his own way to fix it, and you going where well, you shouldn't have said nothing at all. And it's one of those things where then what do you do? You know so i can see why a lot of people's like i'm not saying anything i'm separate myself i you know i just don't say anything a lot of people that haven't said anything haven't came out i've seen people talking about what well, this person is saying that that person is saying that that person is. you wonder why that's why I don't know people don't want to deal with that and a lot of times it's really easy for for people who quote unquote don't have anything on the line to question other people in their behavior
1: yeah i'll say the response i saw online seemed like it came from somewhere else like it was whatever it was it couldn't have just been about those comments Mm-mm. and i don't like i said i don't follow that dude like that so he may have a history of some some wild shit i don't listen to his music like that um i don't know what his local stuff is because i've seen people being like he know this person this person being accused of rape this person so i don't know that's how i like the response doesn't seem that it's directly to what he said and it's more about like the to to the kind of person a lot of people must think he is
0: right and also for some of the other people that they've you know been talking about and saying things. sometimes with a lot of those people i think too it's other underlying things and this is just a jumping off point to say how this person isn't shit
1: yeah yeah and then like jamila defending him is kind of like even if she's righteous on it it's still going against the grain of social media and you know how social media is now it's like um you know it is what it is the attention the clicks the retweets that's currency too the attention like all of that stuff um not liking people people do that all the time when they don't like you they find a reason that your shit is fucked up and everybody else's shit don't stink you know um i i don't know what what i just it feels bigger than what he said because on the on the scale that like when you first talked about it i that's how i feel like at some point We need men and people that were complicit and people that ignored and people that shouted over these women to speak the fuck up and say, I did that. I'm sorry. I was wrong. You know? And, and I do believe that the reason a lot of them did that is because these victims were black girls. And, and oppression does center around black men. When it comes to race, and I'm not saying that's how it actually is, but that's the imagery around it, you know. And I think part of the whole do the work shit is you can't do the work until you have some accountability, and accountability is is ugly, you know. But I don't. But you but you said something so profound. I don't know people if people know what they want.
0: I've just when I tell you I've I've literally come to that conclusion because baby i try to be rational i try to be very logical and some of the shit i see online don't motherfucking make sense as the wind blows is how the views change and i was (laughs) like oh y'all motherfuckers are goddamn crazy you don't know what you want
1: yeah so i you know that i did definitely feel like people and this is also the other thing people say they want certain things because they don't think you'll give it to them right right and that's a big one because most of the time when people fuck up they don't give you a sincere apology Mm -hmm. they don't give you any acknowledgement of the harm they've caused they don't give you the reasoning to why they did the things they do they don't give you any of that they go fuck you double down you're all motherfuckers and we actually know how to play that one out right oh you dragging out we drag your ass back well that's why we're gonna get you canceled you know that kind of shit but what we don't really know is when a motherfucker turn around and be like you right right it's exactly what you said You know, because now how do we deal?
0: Because the thing is, what I, this is how I feel about that. When you do that, you take the power out of their hands. You take the control of them dictating, uh, how the conversation is going to go out of their hands. And the thing is when people are sincere, uh, some people use a tactic because of brand, they keep moving the goalpost, Mm -hmm. purposely and strategically moving the goalpost, So you never actually make it to the mark of being perfect. So you apologize, sincere. You might have to apologize several times, but then once it gets to a certain point, you acknowledge it and you say, yes, I've addressed this before. Here are the links and stuff to where I've addressed this problem, da-da-da-da-da. Right. And then you've got to move on because if it's left up to some people— once you get that one strike you are never valid, and nothing else you you can save a fucking cat from a tree it's gonna be fuck you to the day you die yeah. and so some people are just crazy when it comes to this and you can't stay stuck because the thing is people claim they want growth but they only want growth within themselves they never want growth in other people you only want mercy for yourself but you don't want to extend that mercy and grace to other people and i've come to a conclusion that i, I and i guess it's because i i see people's behavior online it's like oh oh all this shit you talking you don't really mean it because once it's time to actually apply this grace and apply this mercy and be reasonable and be logical and forgive you don't want to do it but then but then that person can only be there for so long
1: right um so yeah i don't know i don't even know where you go with that because like i said uh it just feels bigger than whatever the comments were it, it had to be just some other shit because Uh, like someone in the chat said folks don't think chance is sincere and i'm like my question becomes who is sincere like who gets to decide who's sincere i don't know you know because i think only time can really tell sincerity with any of this shit. so it's like the first comments wouldn't matter anyway you know and honestly we never go back and actually give those people like the things like to go where they were right like for i'll give a brief example uh ray rice you know we all were me included were all suspicious of ray rice and when he said he was gonna be an advocate against domestic violence and when he said that this only happened one time and you know um he you know he was sorry and we were like you nah, that dude abuses his wife something else is gonna happen um you know this guarantee this ain't the first time and all this shit but i don't know it's been what four years now and i mean nothing else is copped out uh, from over there he has stayed dedicated to speaking out against domestic violence and trying to be a positive example and trying to talk to these uh players and stuff to be like yo this is where you fucking up and this is how you need to get better none of us including myself have ever taken any time to go back and be like well maybe he was telling the truth you know and we're not going to he can do it for the rest of his fucking life you know we catch him jaywalking we're gonna be like i'm on your ass again nigga like that's just how it is and i i think that's just the nature of of, of it's the nature of the beast now there is no like there is no over there is no right coming back there is it's you fucked up and you forever fucked up there is no uh forgiveness and return uh, which is why it, it becomes that thing where nobody gets canceled because you can't cancel anybody when you're canceling everybody it's like it doesn't mean anything
0: correct and like i said when people get offline all this i'm team petty never forgive that shit does not function for most people in real life everybody has had to forgive somebody at some point in period in their life there's nobody that has ever lived that's like you know not that you can't be like fuck you forever don't get me wrong but everybody at some point in time has forgave but you let the internet tell it nobody's forgiven you let the internet tell it nobody nobody is 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 everybody is just fucked up forever but you yeah and that doesn't make any sense to me
1: yeah it was funny because one of the people that was like really on chance's ass i couldn't see their tweets because i had already blocked them i was like why did i block them so i went and like searched our names together to see like what exchange do we have that would make me go to block this person and it was when i talked about black panther and i talked about the difference between michael b jordan's character and t'challa you know uh killmonger and t'challa and i was like yeah they made killmonger one of the tales of that he can't be the hero was how he treated black women he was abusive correct beating them killing one of them he like and t'challa's entire life is about uh surrounded by the wisdom of black women protecting black women black women protecting him this is symbiotic nature between him and black women right and so i wrote this thread on twitter about it and you know people were sharing it and it got you know like some attention and the person that was talking shit about chance replied to my thread with so you think it's good writing to beat and choke black women i never responded back to him i obviously just blocked them for that because that's ridiculous and that's kind of a problem with Twitter. You take shit out of context and you want to fight about it. And now you got me out here looking like I'm okay with beating black women because you want to start a fight, uh, for, cause you, you know. But that's the kind of thing, like that's the kind of person that is mad at chance right now. So maybe it's not as bad as it seems. And maybe it's just a lot of these people were, they're mad at everybody. They're going to be mad every day. And it's, you know, and this will blow over um we'll see or maybe there's something deeper darker with chance and we're gonna find out later like yo chance is also uh in these circles and just as fucked up because i've seen all these pictures and people are like this person's a bad person that person's a bad person why chance know all these people you know so i don't know but that became his own side story to this thing and he was only in there for three seconds you know meanwhile like i said Charlemagne's in there joe button's in there Ebro's in there wendy williams is in there after that hour was not smart it was just not it, it most of, and i don't know if it's because dream has connections with these folks because you know dream used to be in the game pretty heavy and then she kind of left uh social media or fell back in a broad in a big way after that whole black lives matter thing uh where she kind of was going at the race some of the women in black lives matter Uh, like it just got out of control and she just kind of disappeared i remember at one point she was talking about how she don't read her social media and it it was just crazy like the whole thing was crazy and that's the person behind this documentary so you got that stuff and she is tight with jay uh jay-z like wrote his book and all this stuff and she kind of threw him under the bus to start the promotion for the documentary it was like dream hampton is going to war with r kelly and she had a quote saying like Questlove love and jay-z and mary j blige are all afraid to go on camera and talk about it and quest love had a tweet being like that's not the way i remember that you asked me to be in a documentary about r kelly i thought it was gonna be some shit about like his music and i don't want to be in a documentary talking about how genius this dude was because i don't fuck with him at all and um she said something to the effect of basically like no that's not true uh you could have did the documentary blah blah he deleted the tweet and you know um and and so it kind of did throw some people under the bus to even get it started to get the attention on it um and it kind of places r kelly as this powerful figure right that everyone's afraid to talk about um but even in the documentary even after kind of throwing jay and them under the bus i thought then well obviously the documentary will talk about the best of both worlds they made two best of both worlds both trash albums by the way both trash both albums did not bang at all Mm -hmm. horrible idea um it's like it was it was so bad and but that was a huge part of why r kelly for me anyway it was a huge part of why i felt like he got allowed to quote unquote stay around was because of that fucking not guilty song remember that Mm mm-hmm like that was that was everywhere
0: jugga kelly not guilty
1: yeah it was jay-z's not guilty i think of stabbing on rivera maybe and 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 r kelly's not guilty of this sexual assault shit and so hey look we're both black men celebrating the system tried to hold us down they couldn't get us and with they hey now we're going on tour together and then the tour fell apart um and the tour out fell apart very abruptly it felt like uh, i know r kelly ended up suing jay-z and shit um and no one ever really came out clean with a hundred percent like what happened they just kept saying r kelly was unprofessional it was unprofessional so i don't know what happened behind the scenes but i thought that would be in a documentary at least at least and it was. that era and that's a huge error to his comeback a
0: big block
1: yeah like it wasn't just i believe i can fly and then he was back like it was a lot of shit a lot of cosigns all that stuff so yeah, I don't know, man. Um, we'll see with all that yeah. stuff cuz the agendas was everywhere.
0: Yeah, we'll see. And the thing about it is that because the internet moves at such a quick pace, the internet don't got time. And there's only some things only time will tell. Only time will tell if people are sincere. <laughs> only time will tell if people ain't shit. But the internet got everything but time on their hands. So it moves on and by the time the time comes for the truth to come out internet done forgot because we have such short-term memories
1: right like yeah so i don't know and then i also saw stuff about drake people were saying he's friends with millie bobby brown they were trying to imply that there's something sexual going on there there was also uh like a 17 year old girl that he groped in a club was she no she came on stage where he was performing like he pulled somebody on stage and she like kissed him and he grabbed a butt or something like that and people were saying like look at this but i don't literally know if he knew her age or i don't know anything about that situation the specifics of it and there was like an instagram model that he was friends with he took pictures with and people was like that means something going on i don't know the t was everywhere on the timeline it was a mess people were not ready one of the survivors who was in the documentary posted some suicidal like messages and has not posted since so i don't know that anyone was i don't know what the preparation was around this i don't know what the um i don't know you know like i hope it did more good than harm i really do but i can't imagine how tough these days must have been for people that are also survivors people that are just triggered by seeing these things talked about so abruptly and seeing that you can't escape it online i i don't it must have been very tough for people
0: yeah and uh did you post a documentary on how like the hotline like went through the
1: roof oh i talked an article yeah, yeah the, article. The, the yeah the sexual assault like hotline and uh for survivors calls went up i mean this is our society now ever since pussy grabber and chief took office and the me too movement took off i really think there's been a race to make sure these stories get told and it's so funny that people try to turn it into a r kelly thing but they've been telling these stories about bill Cosby, harvey weinstein this is not r kelly's not alone in this
0: no he's not and i feel the same way about r kelly as i do about some of these other big profile uh cases we've talked about or, or or people we've talked about these are just the ones we've told that that we've heard these are just the ones that have came out these are just the ones women that were willing to tell this women or girls at the time that are willing to tell their stories and they're gonna there are women that have uh been abused that are now dead and gone and we will never hear their stories
1: yeah and then the other thing too is societally we are all kind of on the hook for this because while we may not do these things ourselves or whatever, our society is definitely one that targets young girls. I mean, how many of our white people news articles, some old ass white man and some like fucking twenty one year old woman that's his wife? (laughs) You know, like it's 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 a staple. It's a staple of our society. Like the hot young, barely legal, blah blah blah. Like that's a big thing and we're all as a society obsessed with youth and obsessed with that naivety and obsessed with sex in a way that just makes it very hard for young women to live and um you know to live a life where where it's not like a fucking horror show you know so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um and then how many men turn on women for this men are the ones obsessed with these women and then who do they get mad at about it the women
0: of course because you made my dick get hard and also um one of the parents wouldn't actually got her baby she was like i'm going to get my baby
1: shout out to her dominique's mom she was like i I refuse to give up i hope dominique is able is still with her and able to to stay away because like that's the thing about that cult shit after a while it's not really about can your parents come get you it's about your own free will and can you quit yourself with this abuser because because there's it's like a drug yeah you start to feel like this is the only person that loves me this is the only person that knows me i have to go back to them and get my validation and you know all that stuff you know i it wasn't surprising that a lot of the women in the documentary that he targeted had also experienced abuse mm-hmm. as well as he did you know and he bonded with them over that like it was this dude was a sexual predator for so long in the industry and within the community and i'm glad there's a light being shone on it i don't know what can be done what will be done um someone brought up to me on twitter because i i was like good at least he fucking can't pay for the houses the, the compounds where he was keeping girls basically away from their family in atlanta and shit." and she was like yeah but actually when they lose money like that they get more violent and aggressive towards the girls that are still there Mm-hmm. so i'm like there's no fucking winning there is no win with this shit you know and who knows what the fuck gonna happen like even if he goes to prison there'll be some people that are like prison isn't fair i don't believe in prison i don't know what the fuck i don't know i'm just surprised a motherfucker like that's still alive you know that somebody just hadn't taken it to their own hands but it i guess the same way zimmerman is alive the Come same on. way you know just shit like this happens um all right let me pause all right um and let's get into another segment on the show Um, i'm gonna skip fucking with black people i feel like
0: oh yeah this Uh, fucked with us all right yeah can we
1: all agree that we are very fucked with right now Mm -hmm. um that was like me too taking out the trash fucking with black people it was everything yep um (laughs) so and uh we're gonna be back every day this week so i can save some of this news for later Oh uh, let's do something more fun. Maybe uh, let's do some fucking with. I mean, what did I say? Let's do some guest the race. That's what I mean. Um, what's my guest the race music? Now that
0: it's
1: time for some guest the race, that's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race, that's right, it's guest the race time. Ba-dum-ba that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right um let's see here. on the butt crack bandits have been spotted outside of cedar rapids
0: here cracking
1: ass what's happening here it seems the so-called butt crack bandits aren't exclusive to cedar rapids scott rosecrans thinks he spotted the two thieves burglarizing his auto mechanic shop north of Robbins on county home road christmas eve rosen rosecrans uh captured on security camera two men of similar dimension in trouser trouble As those that recently stole from a Cedar Rapids car wash. The burglars drove a dark blue Toyota Tundra with tinted windows and a dented rear bumper. Of course the bump. I mean, these guys are not very good with the rears. Crack bumpers. Crack of ass. The vehicle's license plate numbers couldn't be seen in the security images. Cedar Rapids police said on Thursday they received reports of three to four of these kinds of burglaries at area car washes in about a week's time. Police were looking into whether, uh, oh, to whether how many of the thefts were connected to the two men. I guess they meant to say just how many. Um, it was unclear if Rosecrans' theft was among the incidents. The burglars. Gained notoriety after a theft at Westdale Car Wash early Christmas morning. The two spent two hours there busting open coin safes and destroying the f- uh, facility's change machine. Security video showed the larger of the two men repeatedly readjusting uh, the pants as they slipped down, exposing his bare posterior. The co owner of the car wash said the thieves didn't make off with much money but did do a substantial amount of damage to the property repair estimates totaled at twenty thousand dollars those who recognize uh those who recognize the two or have more information are instructed to call the police karen guess the race of these two men white karen's going with white for the butt crack bandits let's see what you guys uh see what you guys believe in the chat room white rusty from designing women white caucasoid white white a lot of whites going in here guys guess you guys thinking some full moon huh butt cracker white mexican says marlene <laughs> uh i'ma say black because i'm feeling contrary says june <laughs> white cedar crack of pasty rapids white ass the correct answer is they were white Some
0: of you did miss it though. Shit, what are they applying for? Next American Ninja Star? What's happening here? Yeah, and
1: then they had their the butt cracks out uh, everywhere butt crack out there they kind of blurred the butt cracks out which i guess <laughs> good for us i don't know ah! I, don't <laughs> I remember them butt cheeks a minute well right officer that's how they're gonna yeah. get caught they're gonna be they're gonna be at the mall and somebody gonna recognize the butt
0: crack i know they're gonna put them out uh could you look at all the butt cracks and tell us does any of these butt cracks look familiar to you
1: and they say black people be sagging uh let's go to another one um well,
0: black don't crack apparently
1: Apparently not. Um,
0: because
1: g- <laughs> the butt crack. I get it. G- <laughs> Gainesville woman. I could
0: help that one. My bad, y'all.
1: Nah, that was good. I liked it. Gainesville woman was arrested after a frying pan attack.
0: Oh shit! Was it cast iron?
1: ha? <laughs> She took it old school, frying yes, pan. She did. Damn. Um, well, you know how it goes, guys. A an argument over uh, food led to an assault.
0: Ooh, what kind of food? Fried chicken, fish. Mm, this is a good question.
1: All right, Poppy over there from highly question. Were you gonna name all the foods?
0: I I just want to know because the food make a difference in the race now
1: a woman was arrested on charge of domestic aggravated battery with a deadly weapon at the police uh say she beat her boyfriend with a frying pan Kinesha daniels 40 of gainesville was booked into the alachua county jail about 9 p.m according to an arrest report daniel said her boyfriend came home drunk and went to sleep then he woke up and rummaged through the fridge for food both parties began began arguing about food it was Daniels told deputies that the victim shoved her out of the way to get to the food. The argument escalated and they both began throwing food over the balcony of their apartment. Damn. No, they was mad. You throwing food away to prove a point? At one point during the altercation, Daniels grabbed a 12-inch frying pan and struck her boyfriend in the face, causing multiple lacerations to the forehead and left cheek. I guess she had a Dead pan delivery. <laughs> <gasps> At least it wasn't grits.
0: Right, come on. it's it win grits.
1: You done came a long way, guys. Used to just be grits. Um uh, the victim, a 47-year-old man, had been living with Daniels for about five months. He left the apartment and contacted authorities. Daniels faces one count of domestic aggravated battery with a deadly weapon without intent to, to kill. Third-degree felony. She was released from jail on her own recognizance Karen, guess the race of Kalisha Daniels?
0: Black, because that frying pan was a deadly weapon with intent to kill.
1: Mm, okay. I feel you. Let's go to the, uh, chat room and, uh, see what they have to say. Um, uh she was waiting all day for those leftovers black <laughs> didn't have a boiler grit uh full of grit so she used a frying pan black sis was fed to up i'm still contrary uh black i'm still contrary black 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 uh all he wanted was that big piece of chicken black cast iron black <laughs> <laughs> i like the chicken i like my chicken fried hard. black and who stole my goddamn apple juice black Everybody went black. It was a blackout. And the correct answer is a black. (laughs) Also, oh, Florida, right?
0: Duh. Oh, yeah, she did that. Well don't her face
1: look like I will hit you outside the head with a fucking frying pan?
0: She did that. She got a big ass uh thing of Crisco grease is hardened over on the side.
1: You know what part of Florida this happened at, Karen? Where? The panhandle.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: also, I don't think uh I think she's gonna get out of jail anyway. I think she's gonna, the charges will be dropped. You know why? Why? Because she's Teflon.
0: Because
1: <laughs> the charges won't stick!
0: Alright.
1: Let's move on, guys. Let's go to the bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. In the bonus round of Guess the Race, so far, Karen is actually two for two in the new year. How
0: can you believe that? Sign up I on cannot. the right foot.
1: I absolutely can't believe it. Let's see if she can go three for three.
0: Boom, 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 boom,
1: boom, boom. Let's see. What story do I want to do next? Let's skip this one. Let's do, uh,. How about. Um. How about this one? A Kentucky man charged with throwing a Christmas ham at a woman.
0: Mm, he was hemming it up apparently. <laughs>
1: he was going hard to this motherfucker.
0: Come on
1: um kentucky, a kentucky man uh wait authorities said a kentucky man has been arrested after he threw a ham at a woman during an argument over, over which day christmas dinner should take place <laughs> it won't be happening with the ham on the ground oh, no, man, it anyone. didn't
0: happen on christmas
1: david Br- brandon 31 of london was arrested just before ten twenty 20 p.m on sunday after he tried to flee from police officers who reported uh to a home on love road uh, for a domestic dispute call
0: what an unfortunate name
1: i guess love doesn't live there anymore
0: Mm-mm, and love that meal was not cooked with love
1: love rose should have brought your ass home last night come on uh law county uh sheriff's office said in the facebook post that brandon threw items at the woman including a ham to be eaten for christmas dinner following the argument over what day the f- that family was gonna have that holiday feast deputies say several items were found on the kitchen floor brandon is being held in the laurel county correctional center on charges of fourth degree assault second degree fleeing or evading police online jail records reveal that brandon spent both christmas eve and christmas day behind bars i guess he got whatever they served in jail
0: come on apparently we know what it definitely happened after christmas
1: mm -hmm. um his bond for for evasion charges set at a thousand dollars guess the race of david brandon ham enthusiast
0: oh white white my own niggas ain't throwing no ham at you
1: mm. you know his like well, uh,
0: pork too much
1: you know his favorite shakespearean play what hamlet okay that was terrible sorry all right back to your guesses she forgot to put the ham in the potato salad white oh ah!
0: no Yuck.
1: white 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 he was just missing the mayo white contrary clear (laughs) everyone's going white on this one is it the ham giving away green casserole green casserole white they didn't say smoked so white (laughs) the (laughs) only people who could have a bland ham white ham hot, white (laughs) uh the correct answer is he was white three for three karen i know you did it um and that's his picture there oh ham throwing motherfucker. um mm-mm. 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 shame what they did to that ham i wonder if they had to put like a outline chalk around the ham you know they did evidence tape i
0: but know honey babe was like "But well, damn it
1: csi showed up <laughs> from the trajectory of the ham I would have to say he was thrown, he threw it from right here at the dinner table.
0: I'm here for Ham CSI. They will not be disturbing any more ham. CSI,
1: my hammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe y'all wanted us to come back.
0: Right? Uh, what the hell is y'all, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> Y'all ask for this foolishness. This is terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a man in Massachusetts has been charged with threatening his mother's boyfriend with a sword. Oh shit. Mm hmm uh the sun chronicle reports that 23 year old robert coughlin pleaded not guilty to charges including assault by means of a dangerous weapon and was held when he when he had bail revoked in an unrelated malicious damage case police say the attleboro man used a sword to threaten the other man during the argument last week coughlin's attorney says his client picked up the sword to defend his mother dis- during the dispute and cooperated fully with police officers also recovered the sword outside the home damn <sighs> family christmas swords it's not a good combination people Mm-mm. they're not throwing hands they throwing hands it's getting worse <laughs> out there getting dangerous of course to legally protect ourselves i will have to remind you guys that r kelly does deny all charges for all the shit that we think he did uh in this episode you're that sure. All right, y'all. We will talk to y'all tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.